What's the story, Pekin? Welcomes the three candidates for Pekin mayor. Mary Burris, Becky Cloyd, and Dave Nutter. Each one was given a short list of topics to cover. A short bio, why they are running, and three things on their agenda on day one. Each was interviewed separately, and all recordings were released simultaneously. We hope you find the information contained in each podcast informative and helpful. Today we have Becky Cloyd as our guest, the second name on the ballot for Pekin Mayor. Welcome, Becky. Thank you, Gary. Good to be here. I was glad to have you here. I sent out, of course, three topics we were to discuss today, and we'll start with the first one. Uh, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, where you grew up, went to school, your career, and your family. I did grow up in Pekin. I moved to Georgia when I was 12. I believe that was one of the past two times that Caterpillar was on strike. It was in 82. Now everybody knows how old I am if you do the math. <laughs> I moved to Georgia. Uh, my parents went down there and we uh, they started their own business. And I grew up there, went to college, um, got married, had five kids. And it, yes, it was in that order. I had two sets of twins and then I had a single one in the middle. Mm. And then through that, we were in the ministry. We went to churches across the country from here to California, back to, to here, being Georgia at that point. I got divorced, and then I moved back up to Illinois because I wanted to start my life over again, mm. where I started my life the first time. So came back to Illinois. I had five kids under tow or underfoot, so to speak, and I had to work three jobs, provide for them. Thankfully, I was able to do that. They all graduated from Pekin High School, and I worked real estate and a sundry of other jobs. And then I got into, um, actually, I, I remarried. I got into personal training, which is probably where I met you. Exactly. And, and you're doing a good job. You're still doing that, so good for you. <laughs> so at that point, I continued doing personal training, and 2012 was really when I got my certification. Mm-hmm. And through that, I did some other jobs as well. I was a therapist at Children's Home. I got my master's degree in counseling. I did a lot of, th- a lot of things in between 2012 and where I am today. The question is, how did I get into where I'm going now? And I don't know if sure. I'm I'm jumping ahead of you on this or not. Because no, I go know ahead. that. Go ahead. Okay. So through all of that, in leaving Georgia, coming here, starting my life over, and then being a personal trainer, I really enjoyed working with seniors. Mm-hmm. And I mean senior fitness, the, the older folks, the ones that really lose their mobility, they lose their will, they, they feel discarded. And I loved the opportunity to work with them. And so during COVID, that really got to the, the core of me that I could not help them anymore. And that distance drove me, well, it drove a lot of people crazy but it drove me to a point of, I have to do something. And apart from fighting a virus, which I can't see, I can do something legislative-wise, I thought. And so I went to a rally. I went to the rally, and I it was a Darren Bailey rally, actually. And I said, I have no idea what to do, but I want to do something. 
And after the rally, Darren came down and he said, if you want to do something, you should run for city council. I said, what is that? What's city council? I mean, what do they even do? He said, just go ask. So I came back. I found some people that I knew that were on the council and talked to them. And I said, okay, I'll do it. Because I wanted to take that that passion into something positive. Six months later, I got elected. So here I am learning the hard way how to what city yeah. council is and how to do that. Well, I have a, a fo- natural follow-up question to that, but for our listeners, I did want to qualify the fact that I met you at Parkside Fitness because I was there on my own accord, not because <laughs> I was Senior a fitness. client of you <laughs> yet needing your assistance for some mobility issue or something related to my age. So we just need to make okay, sure. Okay, let's sure. just make that clarification. Yeah, make, yeah exactly. <laughs> you were a little slow on the bike the other day. But. Yeah, that's that. You're a little tired that day. But um, so you've, you've been in city council now two years. Yes. Um, and you actually went from being so active to doing that, and now you want to ramp it up one more by running for mayor so why are you running for mayor it is very fascinating it is something that i never dreamed that i would ever pursue much like the city council however being in the council and putting the effort in that i did and have and still do has stirred something within me that i did not realize that all of those jobs that i had for the time I was a young child, I worked with my parents from 12 years old on to now, and I could go through the whole list of different jobs. I now can look back and see that those were in my life to make me ready for what I'm about to do. Mm-hmm. Leadership doesn't come from a, just a decision to be a leader. It's a lifelong training process. You've been learning how to be a leader, and you don't even know it until the opportunity arises, you see the door open and then the door closes. What do you do? Do you keep, do you stop what you're doing or do you keep going forward? You keep going forward because that's when the resources are available to Mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. And that is where I'm at today. The door of opportunity was there. As mayor pro tem, I am currently functioning in the role of mayor and it is a seamless, change for me it is a door of opportunity do i know what's on the other side it's not doves and heavenly angels singing on the other side of that opportunity door it is hard work it is resources but they're on the other side and i have to walk through that door to access those so if you do walk through that door and and you walk through as a newly elected mayor of pekin what are the three issues that would be on your agenda on day one? I am currently working on them now as Mayor Pro Tem. However, I will continue. Number one is roads. Our roads have been neglected, and it is a sad, sad thing, very similar to a cobbler's kids who have no shoes. Hmm. That is how I feel about Pekin. They've been neglected, maybe not even on purpose, but you have to be purposeful in this business when you're in the people business you have to be purposeful and our citizens are paying taxes i pay taxes you pay taxes for what 
we need representation for that. We need to see that when we drive down our roads, we don't have asphalt failures, as they call it. Mm -hmm. Those are terrible. People have lost their suspensions. That is a huge problem. So that is a project that is already going to be addressed in our upcoming budget meetings coming this Monday. Additionally, to the infrastructure, um, we are going to begin planning. I will begin to plan the comprehensive. I will actually do that even if I'm not mayor. So this is not, this is something I desire no matter what. I will push that we have a comprehensive and a strategic plan that involves the people of Pekin. Not some bureaucracy or some city on a hill that's making these decisions. No, we do this together, just like any family. Let's make a decision together. This is what we're going to do, the direction we're going. And then the, the third thing, this will be something that only would happen uh, specifically. Well, maybe I shouldn't say only, but will happen in the capacity of mayor is to begin a listening tour. I want to hear what the people of Pekin want. And I want to go to the businesses. I want to meet every business owner. I want to step across the threshold of every business to say, I've met them. I know you. I hear you. Because that's missing in this. We, we can communicate all day, but never connect. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's what one of our problems is. The connection's not there. And it's only going to come when you feel like you've been heard. Mm -hmm. Well, that's that's great. I, I appreciate you sharing that. I, I, I thank you for being here with us. Uh, good luck in the upcoming election on April 4th, which I would encourage everyone to exercise their uh, special right as citizens to, uh, to vote and select their leaders that direct their future. Uh, I want to thank everyone for listening and being a part of today's podcast. I want to thank Mike Heaton for um, doing the great job he always does in recording this session. Again, thank you to the library for providing this room, the passport room. Um, and again, remember to vote on April 4th. Send us any thoughts, comments, ideas that we welcome then to uh, Podcast at gmail.com. And have a great rest of your day. Thank you.